Welcome, possums. Welcome to the Passel. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the new year. This is the first offensive point show of the new year. So I hope you guys had great holidays. I know we sure did. Today, we have a 2023 draft rewind for you. We're going to dive back into the draft, tell you what we like, what we didn't like, give these teams an A, B, C, D, or F green or F grade. Sorry, geez. Uh, <laughs> go online, go to our merchandise shop. A bunch. Nate designed some really cool possum office shirts. You should buy them. They are sweet. And then just go to IDP guys for all of your dynasty rankings. Uh, all the rookies are in there. We're going to get some more going on this off season. But guys, the good news of today is the intro actually worked on my end. So I was able to get hyped up for this intro. Josh, Billy, how are you? I was actually just about to ask you. Um, I was also thinking about what the hell F grain is, but that's got to be like some sort of cool wood grain that I'm just not privy to of that information. But we'll get there. I feel like Joe always breaks it down with that. And then Billy with the pop culture references, always super helpful, you know, really explain things before they actually happen. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's really nice. And also Billy's a little sick. So like, honestly, we might hear less of him. So that's kind of cool. This is gonna be a good pot. Yeah. It's, and, uh, and Billy did inform us that he is sick, but he also brings the D. So he does be, bring be the ready D. for that. Yeah. It's i I'm a jack of all trades, if you will. All right. So this week we're going to spend time looking back at last year's draft. I know every time a year ends, we get a lot of questions about like, what are stash players? What, you know, how did like, cause there's players that are in the first round of this year's draft that didn't really get a lot of noise made. I mean, the offensive side, that's not really the case. It's more the IDP side, but still I think it would be nice for dynasty players to kind of get a gauge of where the players they drafted highly in their dynasty drafts, kind of get a gauge on where their value is after the season's over. So we're just going to go and grade all of the first round picks from last year's draft. So guys, Without further ado, wait a minute. Before we even get started, did you all see that there was a huge house fire at Tyreek Hill's house? No. What was up that. with that? I like how it, the news was, reporter just straight up gave Tyreek Hill's address out to yeah, the Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Dude, so I actually saw a video like two or three weeks ago, maybe less, uh, about like it was like a video of like someone using Google Maps and like showing off Tyreek Hill's house. And I'm wondering if that was it. Cause like, I mean, it'd be pretty easy to find if you look in that area and you know, Miami and you know, like, Oh, Hey man, I know where his house is. And like, was it intentional or was this like a, like a cooking fire or like, oof, someone, I don't know. I mean, Tyree Tyree Gill. Tyree Gill actually cooks. No, but people no, no like way. cook for him. I can at see Tyree being sure. a dope chef, like a Michelin I would star say, type chef. I would say there's a better shot that because he's like a, a streamer on Twitch, there's a better shot that like a breaker blew by, by plugging too many things into one outlet. That's what I would assume. Number one, Tyreek Hill is one of the best chefs. We're not even past this yet, Billy. I, I agree. That's probably right. But uh, number two, <clears throat> he, he probably just has one of his homies like cook food, dude. Like he's like, hey, man, you cook me food. I'll get you some money and we can just hang out and shit. And he's probably, yeah, it's cool. No. Dude, he cooks food the way he, cook, he cooks defenses and he, he's a great chef. Hmm. I guarantee it. I just so he burns reason. all of his food. Yeah, he he no he burns him. the restaurant <laughs> down, but he cooks a damn good meal. Well, fantastic! All right, well today we're going to grade some drafts, guys. So let's go back in time to the NFL draft from 2023. The first team on the clock was the Carolina Panthers. They chose. Boo! Oh, sorry, I thought we were doing the Goodell boo thing. We're not doing that. Um. Well. It just felt right to put it in there. I'm sorry. So, 
<clears throat> with the first pick in the draft from the Carolina Panthers, we had Bryce Young. Joe, how do we feel about Bryce Young after this season? I think David Tepper throwing a uh, drink on a fan pretty much summed up how they feel about that pick. Um, I mean, Bryce Young, he had a big game against Green Bay. He's a rookie. He's got 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. It's horrid, but he's still the rookie. I'm, I mean, I would say buy him or you're going to stash him. You're not getting anything in return for him. So, yeah, hold him or try to acquire him because I don't think we've seen the best of Bryce Young. Yeah, I agree. Like, I would, I would love to put him at an F just because of how boneheaded the pick was for Carolina. But I think we got to go with a D. I, 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 you know, like Billy says, he brings the D. But, like, I, I don't think we know this fully yet. This team had one receiver, Adam Thielen, who obviously showed his age and got tired at the end of the season. They didn't do anything to make him any better. The offensive line is just a work in progress. They got Miles Sanders, who clearly couldn't do anything, and Chuba really didn't get anything on the ground either. He just got way too many carries. I I just think this team is bad as a whole. I think as a team, I give them an F, but for Bryce Young specifically, I I would have to go with D. So I think if Stroud wasn't right behind him, we would be looking at a typical rookie quarterback, probably taken too early, but I don't think you can – you know, if Stroud wasn't balling out, I don't think you'd give him enough. It's true. I'm just saying I think I think all of our fears about Bryce Young came to life. Like everything that we thought about him being undersized. Wow, he's kind of shorter than Kyler Murray, but not as athletic. How's that going to work? Kind of everything that we thought was going to happen ended up happening. Every fear came true this season because you partnered him with a really bad team. They don't have a first-round pick this year. They don't have a second-round pick in 2025. I'm not really sure how they're going to go about building this team. Adam Thielen was on a one-year contract, so, I mean, they may bring him back or he may try to go somewhere else and get paid. Um, I'm not really sure what they do to build this team in the offseason because it hasn't – it didn't work. So, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think it's a D. It, it's just a D. Just a little, just a little D. Uh, but, no, honestly, I, I was shocked how not mobile right <clears throat> I thought that, like, I knew he wasn't a running quarterback, but I figured, you know, escape the pocket. He has legs. Like, he can move. He's not, like, slow by any means. He's not a, you know, mobile quarterback Lamar Jackson type or anything. But, like, you're going to get, like, something. Like, hey, man, I'm in trouble. He doesn't have that yet. And I think he's – I think this year is going to be a big learning. He's going to watch this tape from last year. Hopefully he goes in and works and he can at least make this draft pick look like at least a C. It just looks like he's overthinking back there. I mean, I think he's mobile, but, you know, something's going on where he either can't see over the line or he's just overthinking everything and not not great, Bob. I don't think he needs well, he look, to see He looks like a college looks, player. Yeah. yeah. He looks he like looks a right into player. the defensive lineman's face when he was about to throw the ball every time. So, yeah, he had a lot of fun throwing to Devonta Smith in college. And, well, actually, that was Mac Jones. Wow. All right, moving on. Houston, we're just going to do Houston back-to-back since they picked two and three. With the second pick in the NFL draft, they selected C.J. Stroud with number three. They traded up and took Will Anderson. So, Josh, combined, how did we feel about this pick? You can take them one at a time, though, if you want. Yeah, um, so C.J. Stroud is obviously a home run. If there was a god tier, he would be on there. Like, there's no there's no problem. Um, we obviously see what C.J. Stroud's done. What he's done has just been phenomenal. Um, the only reason I would want to go any lower than an A, and I, it's hard to because, like, if C.J. Stroud wasn't such a home run and so phenomenal this year, 
Um, I would probably put this as a B, but I think the trade for Will Anderson, the only genius part of it is, is they knew something we didn't, or I mean, I should say the rest of the league didn't, that the Houston Texans were actually going to be a good football team this year. So they traded their first round pick in the 2024 draft for this third pick and ended up they picking what, 10, 15 slots higher, uh, a guy who's already gotten a whole year in the NFL. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with Will Anderson yet. Usually defensive linemen's uh, defensive defensive ends like this don't just come in and just go man they're fucking amazing 45 sacks in the first year he played um there's obviously been some flashes but you pair him with another defensive end it could be really nice but overall i'd give stroud an a and will anderson a b uh but creep it up to that b plus area just because of the fact that they got to draft at number three instead of 18 or 25 depending on where they go with the playoffs so here's why i would give them an a for the will anderson pick so he is currently third. I know this is a nerd stat. So all the people out there, they're like, oh, a bunch of nerds. So pass rush win rate. He is currently third in the league behind Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett, which is a stat that, you know, it hasn't led to, you know, as many sacks as you would want. But at the same time, it clearly means that it's made like next year. He may blow up for 15 sacks this year. It's not going as well. He's only got seven. Um, but I definitely think currently Jalen Carter is, we'll get to him is currently the leader in the clubhouse for defensive rookie of the year. Will Anderson definitely has a claim though, that he could be the defensive player of the year. And I don't know, he's not going to win it, but he definitely could. So I don't know. I'm actually thinking this is an A all around CJ Stroud's like an A plus and Will Anderson, I think is an A. I think this was a, they nailed this all the way around. Yeah, CJ CJ Stroud is absolutely dope, and I agree with you, Billy. I think they nailed it. A plus all around for me. Well, Andrew, I mean, seven sacks as a rookie. He had two multi sack games. He really has the makings of a star. I mean, for dynasty purposes, his name value will make him too expensive to acquire. Um, I may actually consider selling him due to the inflated value with the draft grade, his name grade, but otherwise, absolutely hold him. Um, he's defensive end seven overall in the IDP plus dynasty rankings. So. I, yeah, but that's call. but that's that's going off of what he can be, and that's that's my problem with what Anderson is. I, I think seven that's sacks what you is have great to do with rookies, man. I mean, I completely understand. I'm saying seven sacks for a rookie is phenomenal. I mean, that is good, but it's not like everybody's I mean, just ten years ago. If a rookie gets seven sacks, we're already putting his name in can. But right? everyone's immediately yeah. vaulting him to the next, you know, Miles Garrett, the next. I don't want to say T.J. Watt, but Daniel Hunter. That he's going to be in the 10, 15 sack club immediately after. What if he isn't? That's that's my that's my hang up with doing these together and giving. I'm gonna give him an A anyway because like I think Stroud outweighs it. I would say B plus for that just because they got to pick earlier. Will Anderson could be phenomenal, but I I don't think it is yet. I think I would not be buying Will Anderson at all. Not even with his value being a little lower than it was. Say he got four sacks this year, I wouldn't be buying him just because I want to see it first personally. Well, and we haven't even gotten into this year's draft. You're not getting a Will Anderson in this upcoming draft. So if you're like desperately in need of an edge rusher and you're not probably going to be able to get tj watt miles garrett mike you're not going to be able to get any of them will anderson might end up being a cheaper option and probably get you you know he's not going to equal their stats he could on certain weeks but i definitely think his value is enough to where it's going to be a set and forget for at least the next few seasons we'll see what ends up happening but i don't know i think this i think their team deserves an a i think they nailed it and if they keep D'Amico ryan's around they they're gonna nail this pick i think I don't want to spend too much time on this, but there is there any point where you would sell CJ Stroud? No, absolutely not. I don't think you can, Joe. I think 
I, I think unless you're getting even a like a king's ransom, maybe. But like, if you're trying to build a dynasty team, he's literally probably one of the top two pieces that you would want to build around. I mean, he's he's special. This team is so young and raw. The fact that they have a chance at the playoffs, much less might make the playoffs, is just ridiculous. Like we didn't, we had it, we talked about it. We're like, this could be really good, and it it is. Like, and imagine what they can do in the off season. Not only in free agency, but uh, or not even in the draft, but in free agency as well. I mean, both of those things, they can add the right pieces and the right people onto this team to make this team a force for years to come. Like the Houston Texans could be one of the best teams in football if they actually do this right. Yeah. I forgot how much you guys like quarterbacks. I think everyone's so high on CJ Stroud right now. I would totally try to see what I could get for him at the moment. Well, in a super flex, you have to be high on quarterbacks, I think. I mean, I one, one key. key- well, in one QB, I, I can I I would listen to more trades for it that. Depends on, it depends on this. All depends on the composition of your roster, though. I mean, you can't say would you trade CJ Stroud right now? I have CJ Stroud and Lamar Jackson. Would I entertain conversations with CJ Stroud? Probably, but like, am I? What am I going to get? Am I going to get a, a running back who's got three years left in the tank? Am I going to get another quarterback of equalish value? Like, what am I getting out of that? Is my thing, and that's why I would not be trading CJ Stroud because you've got the youngest quarterback, the youngest best quarterback in the league right now. So why would you? Fair enough. I was just asking. No, no, I'm not mad at you. It's a good. No, ask. no, I was just, I was kicking the idea around earlier when I was trying to figure out what I would label him as, and I think you just got to hold him. Honestly, it's definitely, no it's definitely him. a hold. I think. Well, another thing that we're all not even like considering, he doesn't even have what we would consider like a top fifteen receiver in the league on his team. Like we're all really happy about what Tank Dell did this year. And we all kind of fell in love with Nico Collins over the last couple of years, at least like hoping that he would be that guy. Neither of those guys is probably in our top 20 if we had to just rank wide receivers like in terms of ability. And I mean, with CJ Stroud, those guys are top 10 guys. And that is just special because we're complaining about Mahomes receivers. We're complaining about, you know, other teams that don't have any wide receivers. He's actually lifting guys that we would not consider top 20 into the top 10, which is just, that's insane. I mean, we don't get that much. Absolutely. Let's get to the fourth pick. Yep. We will get on to the fourth pick as soon as I pull it up because I accidentally, it's the Indianapolis Colts, of course. And it is uh, Anthony Richardson, QB out of Florida. Um, Look, uh, as far as like the grade goes, I feel like it's an incomplete, which we didn't make a category. That was which is kind of funny. I didn't actually think about that. Um, but I would just say, in terms of like what we saw at the beginning of the season, I would go just C because we didn't get to see him develop. We got to see what his legs can do. He was kind of special on the ground a little bit. We were really hyped up about his rushing ability, um, but we didn't get to see him develop as a passer. And that's kind of what our question marks were when they picked him. And Shane Steichen did not get any chance to do anything with him. So I don't know. It's kind of a C for me right now, but mostly incomplete. Three years from now, this is going to be an A. I'll give him a B right now. Anthony Richardson is a Greek god. He was top five in (laughs) points for drop back this year. Figure out a way to get Anthony Richardson on your team. There's 12 drop backs. That's such an incomplete. I completely agree with Billy. This is a this is an incomplete grade. It's hard to judge anything by this, but what I saw from him as a quarterback, this team wouldn't be anywhere near where they're at right now this year without it or with him as at under the center the whole time. There would have been mistakes. There it would have looked sloppy. He probably would have gotten injured a different way. 
uh, the way he was running. Um, I think he needs to become a pocket quarterback. I personally said that Gardner Minshew should have started the season in the first place. Um, just given the first four games to Gardner Minshew, I understand you got Anthony Richardson there. You drafted him for a reason. Dr- putting rookie quarterbacks who don't know how to throw in, this is just better version of Malik Willis, which doesn't mean anything. Everyone's searching for a Lamar Jackson, a Tyreek Hill, an Adrian Peterson. They don't exist. They're, there's, they're one of a kind. They're one of one. And Anthony, Anthony Richardson is will one not be Lamar Jackson. He will be himself and he will probably be, he will probably be good. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but he needs to learn how to throw the football. And it's Josh Allen. That's what he needs to be. Like, that's what he's looking at. Like, that's what his, his comp should be. And it took a minute to get Josh Allen going. We, we, if we did this after the Josh Allen draft, we would probably have put him in a B or C because he was so turnover heavy and he just did not look like he was going to make it. And he ended up, you know, is one of the best QBs in the league now. Um, <clears throat> this year without development, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to be able to do. So I'm giving a C. Joe's giving a B. Josh, what are you doing? I'm giving him a B, actually. I just wanted to put the point out there that we don't know what he is. This could easily be a C. This could be a this could be an F. I mean, if he never learns how to throw the football, I mean, that, that pick took a lot out of this team, what it could have been with even a Gardner Minshew for two years and then stopgap quarterback and made it a team because this team looks has looked great this year and it's never really was because of Anthony Richardson. For sure. Okay, let's move on to pick number five was the Seattle Seahawks and they took Devon Witherspoon. So, Joe, I know you have something written up about him, so let's hear it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has 68 tackles, a pick six, three sacks on the year. The dude is all over the field. He's a really solid cornerback two, possibly quarterback one for your squad. So I give them an A just due to the intensity that Devin Witherspoon plays with. It's awesome. So here's my problem, Joe. Here's my problem. They had Tariq Woolen last year. He won defensive rookie of the year at the cornerback spot, and now he's benched. So, like, I – I guess I don't – are they just going to take another cornerback next year? Now, given he probably won't be as good as Devon Witherspoon. But, like, I guess I'm just kind of nervous that they might – he might not get as much – as many tackles, might not get as many opportunities. I don't know. What What do you think about that? Like, does that make you nervous at all? I think that Pete Carroll loves that spark plug mentality that he provides to this team. I mean, just watching him play, the dude is vicious on the field. He literally – just like flashes and I don't even know teleports around the screen. I don't even understand how he moves that quickly. So I don't see any way that he loses playing time to anybody. Especially no, actually, this roster is built. So, so I actually did do some research on this guy. And uh, this is one of the only people I actually know about college football from 2023 draft, because I was watching the Illini games and him and Sidney Brown together were the reason that defense was so good. I mean, usually it's defensive line. It's, you know, linebackers or it's someone it was those two guys flying around the field doing amazing things. Devin Witherspoon is the reason we Reed Wollen is benched and he's not playing, which I don't, I don't personally get it. There, there has to be more. He hasn't been playing that terribly, uh, but obviously he's not been you know participating. Pete Carroll's a pretty bit of a stickler, but there's no way the way Devin Witherspoon has played this year is going to not see the field, especially being a first-round pick that early. Uh, I give this a B uh, personally just because I want to see how it shapes up at the moment. I'm going to be as well. I, I think it was a good pick. I just think that their defense wasn't the problem. I guess they did have a problem with Reek Wollen, so maybe it was the problem. But Are we going to lump sure. JSN into this pick too? Oh, actually, yeah, never mind. Let's oh, just go ahead and make this yeah. an A. Let's just go ahead and make this an A. I know yeah. we don't count. JSN is him. 
Yeah, we okay. do got to talk about. That's true. It, it, it is an so, for that. My bad, Joe. That was a good call. Oh, you're good. JSN, you're actually absolutely trying to acquire this guy if you can. I mean, Lockett's going to be 31. They do have an out on his contract after this year. I, I don't know how that looks, uh, but JSN looks to be everything that we thought he was and more. So as soon as he gets more playing time, he's going to be a wide receiver one. Just imagine him as a full two. workload. Whew. Yeah. Oh. It's a beautiful yeah, no. thing. True. I completely forgot about JSN too. Yeah, absolutely. These two, this is an A altogether. You got a good secondary, uh, or at least you know a, a good enough. I think they're ranked like seventh on the league or something on the year right now. Um, so their secondary is holding up. Obviously important as we see the Eagles, um, and then JSN is just phenomenal. Yeah, no, beautiful that's thing a to watch. Call. And he's going to be good for years to come. So I'm hoping that he was my wide receiver one in this class. I'm happy to see that he can maybe show out. Need a better quarterback though. I would love that. Um, all right, on to pick number six, which is the Arizona Cardinals and Paris Johnson. I mean, I don't know how we're going to grade O-linemen. I guess we probably – I don't know. Joe, did you do research on he's, O-linemen? He's the only offensive lineman on the Cardinals that played 100% of the snaps. Um, he tied for third in penalties and tied for six in sacks allowed. So it's not great, but he's out there. He's very reliable for them. So We'll go with a C. I know there's yeah. O-linemen on this list that are A's, so and they did not do all that, so we'll go with a C for this one. And if we factor yeah. in what they got by trading back from the Will Anderson pick, I think ultimately it was a pretty solid draft for them. But yeah, we're going off players at the moment. So, yeah, I would, I would put it at maybe a B or a C um, just because this is what they needed. Um, we don't know if he's going to be that guy, but he probably will. I mean, he, you you got you can't just fix a line by getting one guy, and the fact that he played all the snaps is phenomenal. But it doesn't mean anything if he's the most penalized guy. All right, on to number seven, which is Las Vegas Raiders and Tyree Wilson. This is going to be an F for me, but I would love to hear from you all. Yeah, it was I really mean, the ascendance of Michael or Malcolm Conse that. I mean, it's been the second half of the season by far, but I think he has like five sacks in his last four games, so. He kind of stifled any playing time that Wilson would have gotten. Yeah, but Wilson actually did get a lot of playing time. It wasn't a full workload, but he was—he's basically been splitting reps. I mean, I know it's second team. He's not going with Max Crosby most likely, but Max Crosby never leaves the field. So honestly, in reality, he's—he's he's on the other side for Max Crosby. He should have been getting some more work. Um, the D line actually really isn't great this year, but the fact that they could have grabbed uh, Jalen Carter and didn't, and grabbed Tyree Wilson, it hurts. I—I I, got to. D or F for, for the moment. I mean, they're just not good at drafting D line for whatever reason. No. Well, and the, the knock on Tyree Wilson is literally the problem he's having in the league where he's just a one technique and he just wants to bull rush. He doesn't have the special abilities to get around. Like you want a guy that you drafted at number seven overall. We thought, I mean, in the draft, like positive community was like, well, he's can overcome that. He can learn that he can show his ability but he didn't, and he hasn't, and it's affected him a lot. And I kind of wish he would have gone to the Senior Bowl. It probably was for the best that he didn't because he probably would have shown what kind of the fraudulence-ishness that he has shown so far. But I think it would have been better for him to maybe, I don't know, show something because I'm I'm this has been very disappointing. So I'm going with F. What are you all going with? I, I'm good with F. I mean, you can convince me D. I guess I'll give – 
I'll go with whatever Joe says, as long as it's not too high. I was going to say Deeks. Ultimately, I'm just a nice guy, and I want to think that people are going to work out. But All right, never mind. I'm going with F. Let's go. F. I'm going with F. Yeah, Let's no, go. No, I don't like that. I don't like that kind of talk. I'm just saying we cannot say that he has been as good as Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young's at least shown things. Tyree Wilson has not shown anything. And I think he may end up getting benched. I think we were too generous on Bryce Young, if anything. I mean, I just I like to hope that there's more to it. I, I don't want to be the biggest sure. critic on Bryce Young just yet, but Tyree Wilson, okay. I will. Uh, I know we're gonna need time for this next one, so we'll just get it started. Number eight was really, you're taking Falcon. this one. Uh, the Atlanta, F the Atlanta, the Falcons, Atlanta Falcons took B. John Robinson. I'm actually going to go with a C, and it's not a damn thing to do with B. John Robinson. It's the fact that the coaching staff selected him eighth overall and refused to make him the RB1 on the team for much of the season. Um, I, I think back to the, the game where he got the one snap in the fourth quarter, and I just think it's disrespectful not to us, like we're draft podcasts now. Like we're not talking really as much fantasy this next. It's just disrespectful for him to treat him like this on his first year on the team. Like, how are you supposed to build confidence? How are you supposed to get the the trust of your alignment of your quarterback who's been a revolving door behind him? How are you supposed to build anything when you can't even be the starter for most of the season? It's just or and get a consistent workload. I think it's very frustrating for him. But I, I have to go with the C because of what they did. F for frustrating Falcons. No, I'm just kidding. I, I would love to give this an F. Uh, the biggest the biggest problem with this draft pick is the fact that they drafted him. And once again, we're ranking players, Bill, not the not the team's draft. Uh, but I do understand your your arguments there. The the thing about this is is we. I, I guess should say is that was too high for Bijan. You you do not draft a running back that high. And they could have traded back a couple picks. I could have not gotten him and not used him just as well. Uh, Algier and Cordell Patterson probably could have done exactly what, uh, or at least close to what Bijan's numbers did with the two of them getting full split workload. But the, the, he, as it, I agree, I agree, but they're not using him. So therefore there it is. So really what it comes down to is Bijan was a B because it was a little bit too high on the draft pick. Or a team who doesn't want him apparently, or doesn't want to fully workload, give him a full workload. So I gotta give him a B. I can't, I can't quite give him an A because of that eighth pick for a running back who is good, and we we saw that. We know he's good, but yeah, and people people think he's a bust. It's frustrating. Sorry, Jeff. I don't think he's a bust. I mean, he's, a, he's running back twelve of people, the year. Not you. I'm saying people. He's think a bust from the draft he's... position. Everyone was drafting he's... him in. He's definitely not a bust. I mean, we know the studliness is there. Uh, the Tyler Algier headache is going to be for two more years at least, and then let alone yeah. the Arthur Smith headache. So it would have been an A if they – I mean, the fit on this team is an A, but the way they use him is a B or a C. I mean, honestly, if I had Bijan right now, I would honestly be looking to sell, just hoping that people forget about week 15. <laughs> that, that would be my- <laughs> I think we need to buy a bottle of champagne each and we just mark like just write, have a piece of paper and write on it the day Arthur Smith's fired. And then we all get on the podcast that day and we just pop the bottle off just because we know all of our guys are going to be free. Champagne doesn't last in my household, but I do appreciate it. I'll just go pick up a bottle on the day of. But <laughs> no, that's it's it's a B for Bijan. Uh, there's nothing there's nothing about him that's bad. Like we obviously like what we see. The scary part is is he was running back twelve, and people drafted him as running back four or, or running back three. I mean, it, I saw him go really high in drafts, and that probably hurt people. I mean, I, although ironic, ironically, I saw Bijan in a lot of finals and a lot of playoff matchups. So I guess they didn't hurt too bad after that, or had some good drafts. Landing spot does, I guess, kind of account. Um, all right, we'll move on. Number nine 
Well, and what was the other pick? It was number 20. Or it's number 30. So we have pick nine was Jalen Carter. Pick 30 was Nolan Smith. I think if you combine them both, it's no, a B. It's, but. No, it's actually an A. Um, so Nolan Smith hasn't been fully utilized just yet. Um, but when he is on okay. the field, no, no, no. But when well, he actually, is on the field, are we are we talking about just for the 2023 season? Are we never talking about like the future? Yes. We about the future for all of these people. We talked about the future. Well, Bijan might Bryce be an A then if we're talking about just the future. We well, we're talking about this year this and and at a fit for the team. Nolan Did Smith has played case? phenomenally. So yeah. Nolan Smith, when he's on the field, is one of the best run uh, run stopping defensive ends. I mean, he kind of plays the outside linebacker position, but he's really on the edge block. They, they're Smith great against always... the run this year. I think that's one thing you can say against the Eagles. Well, they actually aren't terrible against the run. They just had a bad game. James Conner just team. won me a championship going against the Eagles. Thank God. Like, thank yeah, God you, he did. I, you're clearly not an Eagles fan if you haven't watched a single uh, game, but they have they have a bad game on their ground, and they're all of a sudden the worst team. They, they the have run. gotten worse as the season's gone on. I mean, we could be objective. A little bit. No, that, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, regardless, Nolan Smith is actually great on the edge. Uh, no one goes outside on Nolan Smith when he is out there. He obviously has not had the snaps. We know what Jalen Carter is. We know Jalen Carter's an A. I have to give both of these guys an A to get combined. And this is also a team that's rotating defensive ends every play pretty much. So personally, he's the future. No, no, I agree with you last year. Jalen Carter, I mean, he's favorite for defensive rookie of the year. Six sacks, four and a half stuffs. With Jordan Davis, they're an absolute force in the middle. Um, he barely played over 50% of the time, Jalen Carter did. So when he did play over 50% of the time, 70% of the snaps, weeks 5, 9, and 12, he had two and a half sacks, averaged 15.3 points per game. Um, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are free agents this offseason, so these guys are both acquired for me. And Jalen Carter's currently DT8 in the IDP Plus rankings. I think it's an A. I think they killed it. Okay. What would you trade for Nolan Smith right now, Joe? Oh, nothing. That's the oh, – not I'm, nothing, but dude, very little. Throw a, a good fifth thing. or wait for people to make their roster cuts after the draft. I mean, people are stupid crazy. as hell, especially when it comes to ID. Well, I mean, it's crazy. A draft up. pick is free. He's a free player. Oh, yeah. No, I think I think Nolan Smith is very cheap, and you could throw a fourth rounder at him and, and be like, Any hey, man, trade that you make this offseason, just throw Nolan Smith in there in return. No one's going to think twice about it unless they actually know what's going on with Philly. I would completely okay. agree. And, if, I, and worst comes the worst, they I can always I turn him into a I don't understand what, what we're talking about then. Like, how can he be an A-graded player? If we're not. We're grading free. them together. I would give Nolan Smith about a B. Because nobody knows who Nolan Smith is. Okay. As soon as Brandon Graham is see, out of there. This Nolan is why Smith we did need an A-plus tier. Because I do not compare what the Eagles did to what the Texans did and consider that the same. I, think I would different. say the Texans could be in the God tier, but I think what Seattle and the Eagles did in the draft were comparable. See, that's the problem. We, need, we needed that extra tier. but The fact okay. that they had two first-round picks at all should be God tier enough, but that's on the team side. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, we'll get to a team later that may have regretted that. We'll see. Um, all right, on to number 10. Joe, your Bears drafted Darnell Wright at the 10th spot. One ahead of Peter Skaronsky. Um, Joe, how are you feeling about Darnell Wright? Dude, this guy is a dog. He absolutely plays like he's trying to kill people. And PFF had him as the fifth highest graded tackle this year. This was an absolute slam dunk pick for the Chicago Bears. 
we're keeping Justin Fields around. We're going to build around him. And we got our anchor for the line for years to come. I think it was a slam dunk. Yeah, I'm going to have to give him an A as well, other than the fact of trading back and not getting Jalen Carter. I'd give him a B if we're talking team, but we're talking player. Uh, and this is exactly what that team needs, whether they keep uh, Justin Fields or not. They need tackles. They need someone who's going to be on there. Darnell Wright's going to be one of those guys that were like, he's played 750 games in a row and some shit at the end of it all. And like however many snaps in a row. And he's going to be one of those guys that we hear. The thing about offensive line is it's not sexy. Nobody likes when their team drafts an offensive lineman. No one's like, oh, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. Really wanted Darnell Wright on my team. But you know what it comes down to is longevity. Uh, Look at Lane Johnson. Nobody was excited when the Eagles drafted Lane Johnson, but we still have him and we're just sitting watching him be the best tackle in football. So there was a game this year, a play this year where Cleo Herbert fumbled and Darnell Wright picked up the ball and tried to return it like he was going to score that damn touchdown. And just the sheer grit on that play, I was like, that was worth it. I love it. That's funny. No, I, I jokingly brought up Peter Scott, one pick ahead of Peter Skronsky because they nailed the pick. I mean, it was perfect. Um, they kind of saved themselves from. We'll get to that in a second, but they kind of save themselves. I think they do have a corner piece for the future, and I'm happy for the Bears, Joe. I think you do have a good – I can't wait. This draft is going to be so much fun. Um, I think we may do another live event. I don't know. We haven't really talked about it, but this year's Bears draft is going to be so much fun to watch. I'm super excited. Dude, and plus yeah. we have a ton of caps to base to go around still. Uh, the Bears are in a great position this offseason with the way Fields is playing right now. I think we can do anything. So very excited. I swear, I swear to God, Joe, if your team trades Justin Fields away, though, I am going to not be happy with them. JF1's my quarterback, man. I, stand I, will by not I love that. I, I feel like there is a, a possibility, but I feel like at this point you're getting more from trading. The, the conversation in the offseason is going to be, what can we get for Justin Fields? Oh, a second-round pick? Okay, that's cool. What can we get for the first overall pick? Oh, another first-round pick next year and this? Two. You can trade with a two. shitty team who could potentially draft Bryce Young, Bryce Young 2.0, and then get the number one pick again? Like, I mean, there's, there's just endless possibilities. Obviously, that probably won't happen again. That's pretty wild that it did, but <laughs> – there's still that opportunity of getting a first round pick. You know, you move down what two, three, four slots maybe, uh, and then you'll still get someone big. You'll still get a good team to build around. You still get a first round pick for the future. Uh, I see the Bears doing what the Eagles did and just keep trading back and keep getting those first round picks for the future because it will it will help. And this team is young still, so true. All right, well, on to a team that they may consider trading with, and that is the Tennessee Titans, who drafted Peter Skaronski. Um, with their pick, I'm not going to lie. Every time I've watched a Titans game and Peter Skaronsky's out there, I see him getting his ass kicked. Um, I'm not sure what the, the, the metrics bore out cause I haven't looked those up, but every time I watch, he's getting beat. So I, I think I would go with a D for this one so far, at least. I completely agree with the D. I, I don't really love the, the pick was great. Like this is on paper. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go get some yep. line for this quarterback that you're inevitably going to draft. But if they go and trade with the Bears, like just off topic, if they go and trade with the Bears to draft Caleb Williams or to trade or to draft another quarterback and they fuck up again three drafts in a row, like if they get Bryce Young 2.0 or, you know, uh, Josh Rosen, like the the bust quarterback after getting Malik Willis one year and then Will Levis the next year and then do that, it would just be so awful for Nashville. Like I, I – I feel for them as it is. Like, it's like I know it hasn't been like they haven't spent a bunch on these quarterbacks, but man, this team is in rough shape. So yeah, D. Short story. Very rough shape. Yeah, Skronsky ruptured his appendix in week two, so he missed some time. So jury's out ultimately, but D for me for sure. 
We got the eleventh pick, right. and it doesn't work out. It sucks. Well, yes. Tennessee, right. the Bears, the Bears have the number one pick. If you uh, are interested in getting a quarterback, um, all right, on to pick twelve and eighteen, and that is the Detroit Lions with Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell. Boys, here's what do we think about the Lions? Here's that God tier we're talking about, um, and then you also talk about Sam Laporta early in the second round. Uh, I know we're not talking second round, but yeah, no, this is God tier. This is above all, even this was to be above the Texans at this point. I know the Texans did good, but they sacrificed their future. The Lions did not. Their team just looks great. Everybody at the time probably would have ranked this. I think they did rank it as like a C and a D. This is one of the best drafts in football. I know Jack Campbell is coming on a little late. It's not like he's great. He's good, uh, I would say. So if anything, I'd probably rate Campbell a B, uh, but <laughs> Gibbs is God tier. We we know this now. Yeah. I mean, Gibbs is an RB1 at worst. I end RB2 while Monty's there. If something happens to Monty, he's he's the RB1 immediately. There's no question about it. And then Jack Campbell, I mean, he didn't really do much at the beginning of the season, but he's up to 83 tackles. The Lions have are gonna have 61 million in cap space. So it's unlikely we see them cut Anzalone or Barnes or anything. So I don't know how much his role increases next year, but I think they killed it. I got to give him an A on that one. Yeah, and then they also got Brian Branch to to. Um, it's oh, just yeah. this 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 was just a dominant draft. Like I I just I don't know how you can nail four picks in a row, but they kind of did. I mean, obviously Jack Campbell, you probably could have got him in the second round, but whatever. I mean, it's a luxury at this point, right? Getting him. I mean, um, Honestly, we could do a draft recap solely for the second round this year. We really could. The, so second round was pretty, the second round was the second round was, was pretty special as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is an A. I think the Campbell piece kind of brings it down to like maybe not a god tier, but I would go definitely an A. The Detroit Lions are going to be good for the next couple of years for sure. Probably All right. more. On to number 19, and that is Tampa Bay with Kalijah Cancy, defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh. Um, you just skip we gotta go, so we gotta go 13, man. Oh, sh- you skip to the, the 18. After yeah, I did. I had 18 after Jack Campbell. My bad, that was on me. Um, 13, just kidding. Green Bay Packers, Lucas Van Ness. I'm probably gonna go with a C, but I would love to hear what you all said. So, it's Van probably Ness- a C. Go on, Josh. I'll say. Oh, I was just gonna say, Van Ness had this really high draft profile. Um, I don't, and I don't get why he was linked to the Eagles all year long at the eight spot and everything, and or like at nine, whatever they were originally at before they traded up for uh, Carter. But I, I don't get it. Like, I, it's it ha- we haven't seen it on paper. I know that the, uh, they were Preston Smith and um, is it, not is it Zedarius Smith still on the team? No, 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 no. Yeah. Who's uh, who's who's the other defensive end? They still have. Uh, yes. Rashawn Gary, Preston Rash- Smith. Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith. Yeah, Rashawn Gary is who I was thinking. Um, so those two have actually, I think the problem was, I don't think they really thought Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith were going to still be elite or still be good or great, I should say. Uh, but Van S, this could be good in the future, but at the moment, I I never understood the hype. It, I watched the tape in college. It was okay. Um, personally, I, I give it a C. Yeah, I just it was, it was o- overhyped player that Green Bay fell for, and I really thought they were going to go wide receiver just to piss Aaron Rodgers off. Sad they did. Can we can we not fall not us but like can teams not fall for the rotational piece in college and assume that they're going to be able to go ahead and be full workload guy in the NFL uh, because we have this one and then we have Walker from two years ago the number one overall pick who's only been a rotational piece as the number one pick in the draft for Jacksonville Trayvon Walker um, 
can we just stop falling for guys that are rotational pieces in college? Like there might be a reason that they're rotational. It's maybe because they that, can't play every down. That Trayvon Walker pick was so bad. And we have like, we're like, maybe we'll we're wrong, you know? Nope. I will never get I mean, it. I don't know. Aiden Hutchinson and Thibodeau were right there and they just overthought it. Trayvon Walker has been fine, but it's, he's not a first, he's not overall. It's first overall. First overall is yeah. just bonkers over two greats too yeah no um anyway joe what do you got? I think i think what happened here is green bay panicked because rashawn gary has not been the epitome of health uh this his whole career um him and preston smith not gonna be free agents until 2027 and 2028 respectively so i think they're kind of hedging their bets and getting van ness just you know as a presence on this team but he really hasn't done anything and i don't think we're gonna see him do much unless the cards fall absolutely correctly for him. So in fantasy, absolutely out on him. And in real life, I give him a D. Hindsight is foresight, I know. But. That's fair. All right. Well, we're going with C for the time being. Okay. On to our next pick, which is 14. That is Broderick Jones from the Steelers. I can't. I cannot say either way, to be honest. The O-line's not been great this year, but it's been – Better than the last two years. Uh, not that hasn't been saying much though. Uh, he's one of the least penalized uh, offensive linemen, so he has that going for him. But it's really hard to judge because their offensive line is bad. It doesn't yeah. mean Broderick Jones has been bad. Um, I, I'm going to go with a C personally. Um, he has he hasn't been great. Only three sacks allowed on the year though. I think is pretty pretty special for a uh, rookie tackle joining a really poor offensive line. Yeah, and he's looked really good in the run game too. So. I mean, I would say C, B, something around there. You know, we're going with the B because I know how bad that team's been. And the fact that they even have a guy that's made it a little bit better is good with me. All right. On to number 15, the New York Jets, Will McDonald F. Sorry. Mm. He has not been good at all. And he's I honestly no for, I forgot he existed. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you know Bryce Huff you know, is going to be a free agent, so yeah, he could show more next true. year, but I don't know. If we're going off this year and hope for future, I, I got to go with a no for me. You know how much it says that in, I'm pretty sure I was in like four dynasty drafts with you guys with IDP involved. I don't think Will McDonald was taken in like two of those drafts. Like he just flat out wasn't taken. He's a first round defensive end and he just wasn't taken. I, I think that says a lot about what people thought of him. And then it's only gone on to be exactly right as the season's gone on. Like he's going to be on your taxi squad at least through next season, I think, before he starts showing anything. For such yeah. a good defense and doing nothing, it, it's rough. Yeah. No. And the injuries has been the only reason he's gotten on the field. He still hasn't shown anything. So I think what I get one with F. What are you guys going with? Go with D or D. F. Yeah. We can take D for him. Allow it. All right. D it is. All right. On to I'm going up on the, this one. Okay. Washington Commanders took Emmanuel Forbes. He has been getting burnt pretty bad this season. Um, but I, I just think back to AJ Terrell in his first season. Um, he gave up the 300 yard game to oh man, what was that guy's name? Played for Carolina. Or maybe it was Julio. I think it might have been Julio. I don't know. I don't I can't remember who, but he gave up a 300-yard game to somebody and 
AJ Terrell's turned out to be really good, but the first season has been just complete dog water. Yeah. I mean, they drafted him to be a ball hawk, and he is a ball hawk. I mean, he only has one pick this year, but he had the six pick sixes in college, which is an all time record. But he's not great in coverage. And when you have Christian Gonzalez and Joey Porter going after you, and Deion Banks for that matter, it's a miss. So F. I'm actually going to go ahead and agree. Um, this was supposed to help their secondary, and I think it made it worse. So I'm going to have to go with an F as well. The defense ain't good. I'll tell you that for sure. Um, man, I still don't know who that was. It's going to bug me all day. All right, we're going to go with F then. So Calvin Benjamin? It might have been. I'm trying. I've been like trying Calvin to. Benjamin would have one monster game in his. Career. I've literally been trying to look this up the whole time, and I still can't find it. Oh well. All right. Maybe I'll look it up and find it later. On to the next pick, which is New England Patriots selected Christian Gonzalez. I'm still considering this an A, even though he didn't finish the season. He was amazing before yeah. he got hurt. I'm, this is an incomplete grade, obviously. I'm, I'm going to give him a B, but what he was doing in even fantasy was special. Um, I mean, a sack and a pick in his first two games, I mean, it, it is just phenomenal. C from a corner, it's probably an A for me, and I, I'm cool with ranking it an A, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with B because of incomplete. I mean, he could have gotten worse as the season gone on, but where it stands with just the first four games, he still was phenomenal. So, And to put points yeah. up like that for a corner is just amazing. It was an absolute slam dunk. And I mean, I was amazed. I think we all agree that he was the best cornerback going into the draft. Him falling to 17 is a little bit of a shock, but the pick was a steal. And I mean, if you run a cornerback league, even a DB league, I mean, probably a little bit forgotten about here. Um, so float some trades out for him. Yeah, no joke. I can't believe he got out of the top 10. We were mocking him to Atlanta, funnily enough. Um, but he didn't end up going there. We thought maybe the Raiders, too. He didn't go there either. Just not good. Still can't find who that is. Just going to have to let it go. All right. On number now 19, you can talk about Kalijah Cansey. Number 19 officially now ago. was Kalijah Cansey. Um, I'm going with a B. This defense has been surprisingly good this year. I wouldn't say that his stats necessarily jump off the page, but – um, I think he is a part of a, a unit that we thought was going to be really, really bad, and they haven't been as bad as we thought they were going to be. <clears throat> I actually got to disagree with you. I'm, I'm going to go with A for Kalaja Kansi. Um, for <laughs> where they got him in the draft, uh, there wasn't much defensive tackle talent after this, um, and they really – this was a, it's a home run, getting four sacks out of a rookie defensive tackle on a defense that was complete trash, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I, this is actually someone I was really hoping for the Eagles to grab whenever the draft was happening, but I think this is going to be a big move for their future. And especially, I assume they're probably going to go heavy on defense again, because that was the, really the one thing they're missing other than replacements for their aging vets on offense. So I like Clash yeah. a lot. No, Clash Cansey is awesome. He's not mini Aaron Donald or not Aaron Donald's undersized too, but he's not Aaron Donald like everyone else was trying to make him to be. But with the four sacks, um, he's DT14 at IDP Plus right now. I'd definitely be trying to acquire him because him and Vita Vea, man, that's – I mean, I guess when you take Vita Vea and him, you get two average-sized defensive tackles because Vea is huge. But, yeah, Kansi's awesome. I'll give it a B, not an A. That's fine. I, I, I just I, – I think that he's going to be something special. Not for fantasy, but for the defense as a whole. And probably if they go and get an edge rusher, uh, that edge rusher might just benefit from – 
Klaja Kansi being on the team. So maybe look right. at, see who their edge rushers are next year, maybe try to acquire them. For sure. Okay. Uh, Miami forfeited their pick. So we're going to put that one in the F. Um, and then after that, we had Los Angeles Chargers selected Quentin Johnston. This is going in the D pile for me, if I can be honest with you. It's been one of the most disappointing rookie seasons I've seen. He has Justin Herbert. I don't have any excuses. He had a lot of drops this season. I know Joe probably still see a glimmer of hope, but for me it's a D because I need to see it. Uh, number it's one, why? F for me. But, I mean – Here's the thing with Quentin Johnson. This next year, he's not going to do anything. But then we got Guyton, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen all being free. Or Sorry, Jalen Guyton's gone this year. But Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Josh Palmer are all going to be free agents next year. So my guess is they're going to sign or try to draft somebody in to fill in for that. But QJ in two years, I would let him falter for another year. And then next year before the deadline, float a late pick out, see if someone bites him. Okay. Yeah, no, no, Quentin Johnston is what we assumed what JSN, not we didn't assume that he'd be the same, but we assumed that it was the same, like as JSN. He's not going to have a role this year. He doesn't have the opportunity. Uh, he had the opportunity and he absolutely failed. That is the biggest F I've ever seen in my life. Um, I mean, maybe not quite. There's been some pretty bad wide receivers over the years, but um, seeing him go and have a chance to not only be the number two, but to be the number one on a couple weeks when um, Keenan Allen was out, he did absolutely nothing. And I, I, I don't, I, I can't blame anyone else. It's not like, Oh, Justin Herbert's bad. He isn't great, but he's not, was, he was putting the ball right on him. He dropped him. Also, yeah, Billy, yeah. are you a big Steve Avila fan? You already got the Rams as an F. I don't know what they did. Uh, you. They were, don't have a first round pick. This is a first yeah, they did. round. Didn't they? No. Oh, that's my bad. That's my bad. That was the second round. My well, bad. They traded it yeah. to the Detroit Lions, and they got Jack Cable. But, I mean, the Chargers could have taken Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Jaden Reed, Rasheed Rice. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Even Jalen Hyatt would have given you the same production that Quentin Johnson did, so to burn a first on him was really dumb. Well, and everybody could have had Puka Nakua. So, I mean, yeah, this is a, this is a disaster. So you can't say. Really. I mean, you can't say. Jaden Reed, I could say you could at least talk about Mingo. You could talk about in the first round. You're not talking about Puka in the first round. Nobody knew. No, I know. It's just you know, it's just kind of a disaster what it ended up being. Um. All right. On the next pick, Baltimore Ravens took Zay Flowers. I'm going A all around. What do you guys? Yeah. Think? A first yeah. time they've had a wide receiver on this team in forever. I know he's wide receiver 25 on the year. Uh, what he played every single game. Um, Lamar Jackson likes him actually. Um, he's getting 20 point performances as a wide receiver on Baltimore. This was a slam dunk for fantasy. This was a slam dunk for Baltimore, the number one seed. Uh, this was the easiest A I think we could probably talk about. Yeah, absolute A. I am interested to see now that Zay Flowers has broken out, what does it look like when Mark Andrews is back in the lineup? But I think. You don't even have to worry. Say it's going to be honestly. Great. It's it's been about the same. Honestly, I mean, I guess there's a couple more twenty point performances, but honestly, he was more consistent when Mark Andrews was out there. Like, he yeah. was getting. We well, didn't really. I mean, these, only these last couple weeks did we really see him stud out like we were expecting. So, do y'all want to hear my hot take? And this yeah. is right time to give this. I think Baltimore is better without Mark Andrews. <laughs> Their offense. I think Isaiah likely puts a different like spin into the game and where Lamar doesn't just funnel straight to Mark Andrews. He actually like reads the entire field. And 
I think it's actually made this offense better without Mark Andrews, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. I don't know if I can personally agree with you here. I my hot take, I was really upset that they signed OBJ. I thought that was the stupidest signing ever, but I mean he comes up clutch when they need him, and I don't think it was the worst signing ever like I did before. So the thing about this is, is this team's just good all around. Uh, and Lamar's actually turning into that pocket passer. Yes, he's running the ball still. He's not going to ever stop running the ball. But the thing is, he's actually turning into the pocket passer. He's finding Nelson Aguilar. He's finding OBJ. He's finding Zay Flowers. Likely Andrews, it doesn't matter. Mix, match him in. It's not It's not Mark Andrews. It's not, you know, OBJ. It's literally the, it's Lamar Jackson. He looks good. He's the reason this team is what it is. They're phenomenal. They killed the draft. Friendly reminder to everybody listening out there, every team in the NFL said they didn't want anything to do with Lamar Jackson this offseason. MVP of the league, didn't get a call. Atlanta, I'm really looking at your asses, saying that you had no interest. I don't know what you were thinking, but. You think like, Arthur Smith would have pulled him on, in the fourth quarter and put Desmond One thousand percent. He would put Heineke in or, yeah, Ritter. One of if, you if you could have traded a second-round pick for Lamar Jackson in a future, drafted Bijan and had Lamar Jackson, Bijan, London, and Pitts out there, oh, my God, that team could have been amazing. But Arthur Smith would have found that's a true. way to ruin it. You're right. Yeah, that's 1,000%. All right, on to pick number 23, which was the Minnesota Vikings. They took Jordan Addison. I'm giving this an A as well. He ended up being a clutch wide receiver too. Um, as much as Joe tried to make everyone think that Jordan Addison was going to suck, he did not suck. He was filled in. He filled in really nicely when Justin Jefferson went down. And I think for years to come, they're going to have a nice one-two punch. I mean, Jefferson's always going to get top billing, but you can get Jordan Addison in maybe the third round of your drafts, and you won't hate it, I think. Yeah, uh, actually, I liked him better when Jefferson was there. Um as a number two. And I know this was because of Kirk cousins also like you gotta, you gotta really put that into play because he did go down and it was, it was a different ball game. Um, and honestly, some of these fill in quarterbacks were finding guys like Powell and uh, Osborne and some of the other guys out there. But I, I personally just love all around uh, Addison and he's been phenomenal and him and Jefferson give them a quarterback. And this team can be weirdly awesome for the rest of their careers basically you pair them two together you need two wide receivers in this in this day and age it's just that's just how football works it's really how football's always been but it's best to have two i agree my uh, my hot take on jordan addison was incorrect it is an a wow happy to hear that it's hard that we're not movies. we're not really saying anybody had just a mid draft it's either it was bad or it was good it's kind of funny to see so far um, all right, on to the New York Giants. They took Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland, in the first round. Um, does anybody have any big opinions about Deontay Banks? You wanted an, an average F. draft pick? This is an average draft pick. I was thinking the same thing, but I was hoping one of you guys would feel differently. But <laughs> I, I'm going to say it's an F from a team perspective. As a player, Deontay Banks has been fine. So, yeah, you're right. This is an average draft pick. But from a team perspective, this was not what you needed. You needed several other things, and you drafted a corner with your first-round pick. I understand all the wide receivers were gone. I understand that you're like, oh, man, we were really hoping. And we even joked about that, like, how, oh, man, they really aren't going to get any of these receivers when we did our mock draft. And we were absolutely correct. But, yeah, I just uh, – I, I think they panicked, honestly. Yeah. I think we had uh, Joey Porter over him, too. So, I mean, I, obviously he's been fine. I do agree that C 
be fine. D maybe just because of how bad of a pick it was. We're we're judging by the player. So we're I think he's a really solid player. I think he's got a good career ahead of him, but he didn't really move the needle for the team at all. No, sure. exactly. All right. On to pick number 25 was the Buffalo Bills. They selected Dalton Kincaid. Um, I would C. probably go with a okay. I was gonna go C or B. Um, I think that although Kincaid showed flashes plenty of this season, um, they still have Dawson Knox there. There's still gonna be a lot of targets, you know, ahead of him. I future-wise, he probably is somebody you might trade for if you can get a, a D like a small draft pick for him or something but yeah he's he's he was not overly great this season i'm gonna have to disagree with you uh i as a player he is a b uh for this team he is a d so i mean you can average that out if you want and can, you're gonna pick c anyway because you guys both did say that but uh dalton kincaid looked phenomenal over that five week stretch when he was actually getting targets each game uh seven eleven eight six seven he was doing everything with them he did get targets later and didn't and then they just stopped using him and Josh Allen is just known for not using Dawson Knox properly or tight ends properly or anyone properly for that matter, other than Stefan Diggs and the deep ball and hoping that oh, look, at Stug- look at Stefan Diggs this year. Oof. I, I know, but still though, my logic is here is it's not Dalton Kincaid's fault that this happened. Um, he wasn't just dropping footballs out there. They basically gave up on him and that's what I hate about it. Uh, so personally he's a B, but I understand why you guys can say C. I just don't understand went, why you'd give I a went, tight end 20 mil a year and then fucking draft one in the first round i i also don't get that i i thought this was stupid when they drafted him i was like you have dawson knox and you're gonna go get kincaid okay well let's see what dawson knox has oh you can't get rid of him for two years so he's there next year too so you're you're just stuck with two good tight ends and you're not gonna do anything with it i mean maybe they finally win the the super bowl this year maybe maybe we're like ah man it was dawson knox and kincaid that's the reason they did it that was such a good pick but as of right now it's it's mid I was hoping it was going to be their wide receiver too. It hadn't even been that. Like they've been using like Khalil Shakir. Like it, I don't know why it's not. Weird. And now that Knox is healthy again, you either. got both of them. Just and I don't even care about fantasy stats anymore because fantasy's yeah. over. Do some out routes with both of them on each side. You have two tight ends. Josh Allen's good enough to at least see the field, but then he's going to take the deep shot for no reason anyway. So, man, I'd hate to be a Bills fan. Sad state of affairs. I know because you're you're like it's kind of I guess kind of like when they lost four Super Bowls in a row. Like you have a good team and you know you're gonna be relevant, but like not relative relevant enough to like win the whole thing. And that's you know, that's kind of frustrating. Okay, on to number 26, Dallas Cowboys selected Mozzie Smith. We thought they could go any number of directions. None of us thought it was gonna be Mozzie Smith. So I'm gonna go with a D just because I don't think he's good enough. I don't think you're gonna have him fantasy wise nah, um, at any point. It's enough. Okay. I mean, it's That's not fair. about fantasy football. It's it's about uh, him as a player. He hasn't. He he's had chances. He's been on the field. Sure, it's a rotational piece, but he's done nothing with it. He's not stopping the run. He's just doing fine. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good player, but I mean, Osa and Hankins really are doing the really good job this year. So maybe in the future we see Mozzie Smith do something. But as of right now, it's a D or an F. You guys the can decide. first round like you're just drafting a big guy, like. It wasn't even just like, like with out. any of these picks that we've been talking about, aside from the A's, like look at the second round and what teams were able to get in the second round. That it makes it hard to give any of these mediocre picks a good grade. It really is. Well, after Jordan Addison, I feel like we kind of just like fell off of a weird cliff of like, well, I don't know what we're gonna do. Let's just pick somebody. Um, that's kind of what it felt like. But 
Uh, well, Joe, you got to break the tie because I said D, and Josh said F, so you, you got to have to break it. It's the Cowboys. Give it an F. Okay. <laughs> F it is. All right. On to Jacksonville Jaguars selected Anton Harrison. We kind of predicted this is exactly where they were going to go. Um, I would go with a B. I, he did get injured, but like I, I think that he's been fine this year, um, for, especially where he got drafted. Yeah, yeah I mean, the line's this, been pretty this, shitty, but it's not his fault. It's not right. his fault. I, I would say B or C. I have no tr- like troubles going either way. I mean, it's what they needed as a team, but as a player, he's been okay. Uh, obviously, the injury didn't help anything, but he's been okay. I mean, so although Lawrence has had time to, it's not like Lawrence is like overly sacked this year. I mean, he's not. It's not great, but it's well, not eventually we're gonna have to have the Trevor Lawrence conversation. He's kind of skated by because of what's happened to him at the beginning of his career. Um, but we got to eventually start talking about him not being good. I don't it's know. Not, no, no, it's not even that he's not good because he is good. He's fine. He's fine. Is but, he? but no, 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 it's fine that he's, it's not fine that he's good or, or okay. He needs to be great. He was the number one. He was the college phenom. Like at some point this becomes a bust category. Like, I mean, yeah, I know it's not, it's, it's a, it's the slow bust. You know what I mean? Like, he has all the weapons now. He has Ridley. He has Kirk. He has Evan Ingram. He's got two, well, at least one good running back and then some backups out there. I mean, the offensive line isn't great. I understand that. He's, you know, just putting up mediocre numbers. And, I mean, shit, Agnew has actually been fine for a wide receiver form for some stupid reason. Yeah. I agree. I mean, we got to talk about the Trevor Lawrence thing. We'll talk about like, it. This it's kind of like Baker Mayfield, like where they just switched coaches at the beginning and it just threw off his development. Baker's basically been a bust so far. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's been there too, like since 2019. Like it's time to start thinking, or 2020, time to maybe start thinking about him not, you know, not being good. I don't know. We'll have, we'll get into more of this. I, next I personally don't think Doug Peterson's got to go, bust. man. Oh, here we go. All right, let's uh, calm down. You think, you think it's Doug go. Peterson's fault? I don't know. Dude, this team never looks like they want to win a game when they go out there. Well, it's that that just, is true. That's it's true. always just play football, see what happens. Everyone Except goes for the game the against the, the Chargers in the playoffs last year. Yeah, that, that was sweet. That, that was sweet. The so fact we're that we're going to it up to one game. One playoff win was that a comeback from 35 points down? Was there only like that? that yeah, not good. All right, on to the Cincinnati Bengals. They selected Miles Murphy. I really think they plan on picking Dalton Kincaid, and that didn't happen because he got drafted earlier. But they ended up with Miles Murphy. Um, what do we think about this? It was confusing when they made it, and it's hard to see a path for consistent playing time for him. I like the talent, but D. Well, he's a defensive tackle. He can still play alongside all these guys. They don't really have defensive tackles. But I will say that my biggest problem with this was it didn't help your team. Your defense didn't get any better. You didn't. He did. He did mediocre at best. I, I'm giving it a D as well. Um, but my my biggest problem with it is the fact that I was with a Bengals fan and he was like, "What the fuck? Why did you do that?" And yes, I completely agreed. I was like, "That was not. You need a tight end. That's what you needed. You don't you still don't have one." Yeah. No, it was it was weird, and you were thinking like. What do you need to get back to a championship? And it was not a defensive end. Just wasn't. All right. We got two picks left. They are one is New Orleans selecting Brian Breesy. I, I actually think he's been pretty good this year. I'd go with a C because it's probably not what they needed either. Um, because that does not look like the problem on this team. 
But I would go with the C. He's been solid. I don't know if he's going to be super usable in fantasy going forward, but, I mean, he's, he's um, been a solid player. I don't want to be this guy, but it's Brian Brazee. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate that. Spelled just like my wife's uh, maiden name, so I, I know. And I actually heard it, and I was like, ah, they did it. They did the thing. Uh, I think but, it's uh, Brian Bree C because the draft grade was a C. He plays about fifty percent of the time. Has four and a half sacks. He's, he's fine. Yeah, he's I would nice. give it. A, I would give it a Bree C as well. I like nice. that. By the way, that was nice. Nice. Okay, last pick in the draft was. Kansas City selecting Felix Nduke Uzama, and it is an F because they didn't need him, and he's not being played anything other than special teams anyway. Doesn't make any sense why they took Josh Hall. To be fair, Mike (laughs) Dana did absolutely break out. He did. He did. No one anticipated that. So it could be – I would give it a C. I mean, I think the talent's there. I love Felix. I love the talent. But if Mike Dana as, didn't break out, he could be pretty damn solid. So as a player, Felix, we can't say anything. It's not his fault. He he just didn't get playing time. Like like you said, Bill, he didn't he didn't he played special teams. He never actually played a, a real game, basically. I think he got what a half sack. So he actually played like maybe a few offensive snaps. It's not his fault. I would I would give it a C or a D just because like it's not his fault. But as as the Chiefs organization, why the fuck didn't you draft a wide receiver? It's really showing right now. That is a super F because your team is struggling. And it's they could have Jaden Reed and Rasheed Rice, and that would have been effing baller. I don't know. Put mm-hmm. Felix at wide receiver and see what he can do. He could probably win some jump balls. I mean, and their defense was pretty decent the year before. It's and like obviously, like they still had all their people, they're all their pieces. They didn't play their rookie. So, like, I mean, I think for the future. Why are you putting us an F? Nobody said F. Oh, I thought we did. I said no, F. I said C or D. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Even it out. No, no, I like it at C. It evens it out. It looks nice. It does even it out. You all see more than than I do in that pick. I liked him before the draft, but if he was important, he'd be out there. <laughs> Personally, I actually think D, but it's fine. It evens it out. I like that, but it's not his fault. Like the pick. We're talking for the player wasn't his fault. He can't be like, yeah, he sucks because they didn't play him. That's true. All right. Well, and the Dolphins get an F because they didn't have a pick. Rams, F. They traded to the Detroit Lions. Browns, F, because they traded to Houston. And the Broncos, F. Mm, Dude, can we do Super F? You got Sean Payton. (laughs) Oh, never mind. Okay, that was the Sean Payton. I thought that was part of the Russell Wilson trade. Oh, can we actually – you know what? I'm putting that as a D. Okay, putting that as a D because they've yeah, I mean, great Sean Payton worth more than some of these players. Hmm. All right, all right. Well, that is our draft rewind for the 2023 NFL draft. Um, next up, guys, we're going to be doing a mock draft. I know you all aren't ready at all for it, which is going to make this hilariously fun. Um, but next week, we're going to do a full 2024 first round mock draft. I love it. Can't wait. I'm here for it. All right. You guys have anything else on the way out? 
Um, no, man, but I will actually, yeah, I do actually. I'm sorry. I said no. And then I started talking and now I do. Um, I want to talk about how amazingly fun this, uh, playoffs is going to be. I think that it's not going to be, you know, the clear one, one, I think it's going to be, and it, it could be, I mean, the Ravens and 49ers seems like a, a typical matchup for the Super Bowl. but you know who I'm, ex- I, I would be terrified to play in the playoffs. And it's not the Eagles. It's not the Cowboys. It's not the 49ers. It's the goddamn Cleveland Browns. I would not want to match up with them. Joe Flacco is slinging the ball around like anyone else, uh, actually better than a lot of great quarterbacks out there. Uh, and that defense is scary. So I would be terrified of what who they're going to play. Uh, they'll be the fifth seed, so they're playing whoever's the fourth, the fourth basically. It is wild. I, and then not to mention if they win that, they're going on to Baltimore, and that's gonna that would be a, an amazing matchup. I mean, more than likely, I assume that the six or seven seed isn't going to beat. You know, second or third. Yeah. The Dolphins, maybe. So that wouldn't be. I'm fun. just excited for that Bills Dolphins game on Sunday night. Yeah, that's going to be. I think there's going to be some slaughtering going on on the field. It'll be a lot. Of, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Well, that both said, teams can't play good good teams. So it's going to be weird. Like, is it going to be just like cancel out at zero to zero? It'll be seven seven. <laughs> seven to that's eight. Well, it's funny because if the Dolphins lose, uh, the Dolphins just fall to like the seventh seed or whatever. But if the Bills lose, they're out of the playoffs. It's very weird. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The, the Bills are either going to be the two seed or they're going to be out of the playoffs. It is so wild. That makes sense. I actually was looking at the rankings and it was like 99, 99, 99, 99. And I was like, how do all these people have a 99% chance of making the playoffs? And it was like eight teams. And I was like, that makes no sense. But now it does. Thank you for clearing yeah, that up. It's, it's very suspicious. All right, Joe, get us out of here. Good night.